Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of SaaS Marketing Makeover. Um, I'm super excited for the guests you all are going to be getting to hear from today. Her name's Kaylee Edmondson, uh, and she runs Demand Gen over at Chili Piper. Welcome to the show, Kaylee. Hey, thanks so much. Happy to be here. Well, we are glad to have you. Like we were saying, we're going to be doing a live audit, and I don't know who they are. You definitely don't know who they are. Anyone you're hoping it's not. I just want to see what happens because I don't actually know this on the list, so this could be good. Oh, I hope it's not Gong because I'm a huge fan of theirs. I think I'd have a really hard time tearing apart anything they're doing wrong. Ooh, I, I like that. Okay, yeah, you know, so that's like that's like our fan account. All right, well, I have no idea. Gong could be on there, so let's see. All <laughs> uh, right, let's pull up the wheel. Let's see who's on the wheel today. No Gong. All right, oh. we got Canva segment Monday. Oh, Monday Tom is doing some cool things. Segment. Let's make data APIs not boring. So, um, do you know what segment does, Kaylee? Yeah, absolutely. We uh, you let me, you let me try. Let yeah, me yeah. try, um, and then we can go to their website and prove how off I am. Um, segment works as some layer of like a data warehouse of sorts that orchestrates all of your data from one place to the other. I'll leave it at that. I like that. That's pretty good. I think another way to think about it too is like what if you weren't allowed to use Google Tag Manager, what would you use? And mm -hmm. essentially, that's what it was. Now, what it's becoming, I think, is very, very unique. So a customer data platform, a CDP, is a little different. So they used to just kind of be like a API connector. So you'd get all your tracking all your scripts, but I think that's changed a lot. So let's check it out. The leading customer data platform, work email. So work email, what's your take on like just an email to gather someone's information? Like, do you think that's enough even with the clear bid and zoom info enrichment and things like that? Do you think email's enough or do we need to ask for more information? I think it depends on what they're going after. I definitely prefer the largely friction-free entry point. Um, so at this point, I'm sure, especially segment where they're at in this space, I'm sure that they have enrichment providers from all of all the people, right? Clearbit, ZoomInfo, anyone, and can pull together enough information about who it is that's submitting the form. So I think that friction-free is is the way that I would go for them. But I would love yeah, to take you. No, I love that. I'm also curious, because if I click see how it works here, it gives me a work email, full name, phone number, company name. But if I see how it works here, it just asks for my email. So it definitely, let's see what happens. Let's yeah, I was going to say, does it take you, is it a two-step form? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. And then they it's just. enough to get you. Yeah, and they like pre-fill it. Interesting. And I wonder yeah, if they're like, capturing that on the back end. Like, I wonder if they're capturing your email there. Oh, I'm sure they did. Based off that form, yeah. yeah and then sure if you don't did. follow through, you're probably getting dropped into a drip. 100%. Now, the reason I don't like this is actually along your like point there perfectly is I don't like, I have a thing called, I call it one question technique. So I believe drip campaigns are useless if I can't align them to the product feature use case, right? So if I have segment for marketing product engineering, and I just give you Gmail directive consulting, you can't put me in an engineering drip, a product drip or a marketing drip because you okay. don't know. So I call this the one question technique. So I'm all for enrichment on the back end, but I think it should match user awareness. In other words, if a user isn't aware enough of enrichment, 
they don't know, they might not feel secure or confident to just give you an email because they don't feel like you got enough information to help them. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, 100%. So yeah, it's just a little interesting there. So product, when you think about breaking up a product is how do you like to think of it? Because this is kind of like roles slash use cases, maybe let's call it roles. And then we have product naming conventions, right? And then features. Do you like use cases? What's your take on that? Yeah, so I think personally as a buyer, um, and especially for something like Segment where it does fit uniquely within so many different aspects of a business, I think that I would resonate directly by going, mm, Segment for marketing, let me hop right in and just see what I care about. Because if I hop personally into that engineering tab, it's probably not gonna be super helpful for me, right? No, that's a great point. And yeah, it's a quick it's and easy way to like self-identify and get to the data that I need. I like that. So now we're on marketing, right? So we're going to personalize every interaction. And so the concept here is because you've integrated your MailChimp, your Marketo, whatever, all in one place, you can then get all that information and then pull from those using merge tags or random things like this at any time. Propensity modeling. Do you think this is BS? Like, or do you think this is actually accurate? I don't know. I don't know if I can judge that. Because um, if, if they could, sure, you would not buy this like yesterday. Like, this would be nice to know, wouldn't it? Right. Email personalization, David. There's some frequency caps. I like the brand, though, right? They kind of, they're letting me show a lot of how it works, like real time audiences. So, cart abandoners. And you can kind of build these lists and then you can, the cool part I've seen is you can redistribute these lists automatically. So you can then send that to Facebook. It's all dynamic, right? Yeah. All dynamic. So you're not uploading lists 24 seven, which is what a lot of us are still doing, right? Still doing 100%. Well, and I wonder too, because they have cart abandonment top of that screen, if a large majority of their audience is based on e-com. Yeah. That's actually interesting. Right, let's see if right. they talk about that at all. Because cart abandonment so, doesn't really mean very much to me. Well, yeah, you told me a big part of what you all are doing is a persona driven. And so this is personas, personalize every interaction. See, they do a lot of cool stuff. I really like their brand and how they're communicating it, the product. I think this is really cool for product-led growth. Exactly. Um, I really like how interactive their website is. It's beautiful. Yeah, they bring something as like weird as sources of a web, right? And then like channels and you can send that data it's really cool, right? They didn't used to have this, by the way. So this is how they built it. You used to have to use something like a whole.io and put on top a segment. Mm -hmm. But now they're actually allowing you to build it within it. Oh, and they can let me click, which is cool. I was hoping That's for cool. that. Interesting. Now, all of this what I, is definitely for a more advanced marketer. Do you see any flaws in this approach, because I would say, like, I'm pretty sharp, and a lot of this stuff, I'm like, oh, I don't even know if I could fully integrate this to a client because I don't know about you, but when you're working with publicly traded software companies, they don't exactly give you all of these things. So, like, how realistic is this, in your opinion, right. to use? Right. That's what I'm thinking too. Like, how many marketers come here and think, oh, like, I get this, this resonates with me, I could go and do this today. Like, is there a primary champion? A marketer or does it have to be like an engineer? I mean, right, I like this stuff and I think I'm pretty technical, but it's a lot freaking harder than they're acting like to get 
all of this integrated and running and you have Absolutely. to like, yeah, I like don't it's know. It's not like a Zapier situation, right? This is a lot more complex than that. So I'm just wondering like how, how many people on there like in like late stage pipeline have a marketer that's like their primary champion on the buying committee or is, is it someone that is more technical? It's these kinds of people. Have you ever seen this? Like this guy who used oh, yeah. to be at Drift. Mm -hmm. They, they're like engineering driven marketers kind of using this growth role. Like agents can jump right into personas to look at event logs without having asked. Have you ever met an agent who looked, who jumped into an event log in your entire career? Nope. Never. That's my only problem is like the power is insane. Is that enough of an audience though? Like I would say directive is on like the far end of innovation and our clients are really sharp. I would say less than 10% of our portfolio of SaaS accounts. And I'm talking like mid-market enterprise publicly traded. Mm -hmm. Could number one, get enough engineering support to pull it off. Number two, have enough technical competency to do it without them. I would That's say right. like less than 10%. So that's where, like, do you know any marketer, honest to God, who can read docs or just says nope and then leaves? No. <laughs> I think I'm more in the nope camp, and then everyone that I know would also fall into that camp, right? Um, yeah, and it's like the wrong language. It's like the wrong language. Like when you just said event logs, I think I was like a deer in headlights as you were reading that, right? Well, yeah. Imagine you, right? You're like, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to get better at data management for my marketing campaigns, right? I got all my stuff from Marketo. It's a nightmare. I'm tired of waiting on Susan for marketing ops. I'm going to take my data back. I'm going to do this. And you're like, okay. And you get to computer traits or per user, per account traits that you can create or compute in personas using a drag and drop <laughs> interface. When you build a computed trait persona, I mean, I don't know any marketer who at this point is like, oh, another link. And they're like, yes. And then you start talking about event counter aggregate, like, Oh, this yeah. is a tough sell for 95, 99.9% .9 of marketers. That's right. I agree. 100%. Like no question about it that I wouldn't, I wouldn't even make it that far. Right. You um, love it, right? Like you love this idea. You're like, hell yeah. yeah. Personalize every interaction personas. Let's okay. go. And then you see a view doc. You're like, wait a second. I'm not an engineer. Right. And your brain like, shuts it down. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. I would love to see like how they, like what, what their common objections are in the sales process. Right. Um, because it has to be like, even if I did, cause like clearly I would not view docs. So I'd have to say, oh, okay, well I need this. So let me get a demo. That would just be the route that I have to go. But then if you're on a demo and you're over your head, technically, that's right. Here, let's see what, let's see if they can tell us. I love this video idea on the forum, by the way. So Segment's main goal, or original goal, when Segment first got started, was collecting your customer data in the cleanest possible way, decoupling that from your downstream destination so that you have one clean subset of data that you can then... Decoupling downstream. Did that just go immediately over your head as a marketer? Yeah, right? Like, okay. that, that can't be... Marketers must not be their ICP. Like, I understand they have a segment on there. Yeah, segment. I understand they have a segment on their website for marketers, but marketers can't be their champion. Or if it is, I think they need to like rephrase how they're saying everything. Yeah, because I love this and I'm a technical marketer, but I would definitely think, OK, I need a month 
where no one needs anything from me. Right. <laughs> and, I will, and I will be able to learn this, I swear. Just have, have you ever tried to learn Marketo, for example? Have you ever had yeah. gone down that hellhole? Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. It's an investment. <laughs> it is. And it's such a cool thing. That's what I'm like, propensity to buy personas, automated data. I'm like, heck yeah. But then I'm in my own head, I'm like, I don't know any one of my clients who the marketing org could set up this instance. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's no way. Yeah, I agree. There's no way. Okay, let's go to pricing because I, I love looking free. at what people look at. Tell me what you get with free. Okay. All of free. No, I'm not leaving. All right, one second. Um, all of – so you get 1,000 visitors a month. Okay. I don't know anyone who has – I mean, even my mom's blog gets more than 1,000 visitors a month, right? So – Okay, so you kind of need a team which you can try for free. Now you get ten thousand visitors, which is still still quite light. Still really quite light. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is actually kind of cool. I wish this was above the fold a little more. Yeah. Maybe we do like a left right little two column, so we could throw these three, tighten them up, put them over on the left a little bit, and maybe on the right, or maybe lead with this. And then or maybe bring lead with it. Yeah, maybe lead with it because it's quite different than what, um, you know, the layout above the fold is like quite standard. It's what everyone expects to see. But this is quite eye-catching. 100%. You're right, though. Th this isn't marketing anymore. Have you noticed that? Now we're talking, this is a, this is like a data ops person because they're like, the weird part of this product, in my opinion, is most organizations I've been around doesn't have someone who would who would own this? Like what title would own this at Chili Piper in your mind? RevOps. RevOps, right? Yeah. Like no question about it, RevOps. But how many people have RevOps versus marketing ops or sales ops these days? And then I think too, it's like how, how is that how is that seated within your organization? Like do you do okay. most people have yeah. a RevOps and a marketing ops? Because I don't know anyone who's running Google ads and Snowflake. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's like, I don't know any sales ops people that are know anything about Google ads or snow. They might, you know what I'm saying? And then you have servers. It's a the weird buying committee. The buying committee has got to be really large, right? Cause it yeah, touches it so many areas of the business. It's like, it sits directly in between so many departments. And the thing, the irony is this isn't how segment starts. So segment started, it was a lot of like user led growth because mm -hmm. they just would like attract these like really, really sharp engineer centric marketing or product folks. But you can obviously tell it's not enough, big enough of an audience, right? Yeah. So let's take all of this and let's take a deep breath. Okay. So we've looked at all this and obviously we like it. The brand's great. They're doing a great job, but there's this like overwhelming part of segment that the product marketers I know, they're not all in on. The marketing marketers I know are not all in on. And the engineers I know don't have the bandwidth to accomplish this. So right. we're the CMO of segment, right? We put our hat on and we need to grow segment. What do we do well, in your mind? Like, how, what do you do to take a powerful product, a really awesome, powerful product, 
and make it accessible. Like how, how do we do that without like bastardizing what segment actually is, which is a super powerful data centric API forward platform. Yeah. So I think 10,000 foot view first yep. for me would be to better understand their champion. Right. And let's just assume that their champion is marketing because marketing is going to have like the pain, right? We're going to have the pain of having yep. all of the, all of these like disparate systems that don't talk to each other. Like you said, we're like taking these lists manually and pushing them into LinkedIn and Facebook daily to make sure that we're like not targeting the wrong people. Right. So we're going to have the pain. And we also have like a decent normally budget, right? And we want opportunity, right? Wouldn't it be cool to know how our Google ads is performing with app usage and mix panel? Like that would be pretty dope, right? Like, Right. Oh, what features when they use in mixed panel are indicative of a higher average order value because they last four months longer so that we could increase our CPA on this product line using smart bidding and offline conversion tracking, right? Like that would be pretty sweet. And I think we have a big opportunity on it. Yeah. Super powerful. Right. So, uh, right. And so it's like, if that's, if that's the thing and that's what they think is going to move the needle for this business, then I think that they need to make their messaging resonate with that persona because like we can see this does not this does not strike any chord with me because Ooh, yeah. they've lost me i know what we do you want to hear my okay. idea yes go okay what if we did concierge onboarding like superhuman okay so for those of you who aren't aware of superhuman it's an email service and a lot of what they've done and i'll let y'all look at this growth that design case study superhuman user onboarding Okay, so they built this very like dev centric technical email environment that allows you to do things really quick, but they have world-class onboarding and they put a ton of money in CS. Okay, what if Kaylee, we came on and we focused and added, let's say we changed docs because we don't want to go after devs and we'll put that in our footer and we changed docs to onboarding and we changed and we focused in essentially and eight on our LTV CAC ratio, a professional services onboarding team. And then we changed our copy. That was like data is overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be with segment mm -hmm. here. How our concierge onboarding allows the smartest marketers with enough self-awareness to be great. Use our platform. And now I have a whole story in a campaign to say, you want the most powerful tool. You're smart and capable. We connect smart and capable people to powerful tools with world-class onboarding and customer success. Yeah, exactly. And then I think my next question is, what does that ramp time look like, right? Because when you're going to buy a software, and especially when you're going to buy a software as powerful as yep. this, it likely has a pretty large price tag. How long is it going to take for me to get in and go through this onboarding with you holding my hand, this white glove service, et cetera. And like, what am I going to get back by investing in a software like this? Yeah. Let's look at a couple that do a good job with this. So like Mavenlink is really complicated software that we've been rolling out. You can't just like set it up because so many integrate. And the thing that, that's hard and anyone who knows this when on software is the second you're connecting other softwares, that's where you run into trouble. Mm -hmm. Why Mavenlink client success, I wonder services, see how this, the mm -hmm. services part, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if 
segment went with services and then talked about how they do all the onboarding and the services and it's baked into their cost. Yeah. Right. Wouldn't you be able to get that approved? And as a buyer, do you think you'd be willing to buy that? Exactly. Well, and it's like, yeah, 100% because that's the main hang up that we're finding here. Right. It's like engineers aren't going to have the time. So it's like, if I'm going to have to go back to my CTO and ask him to implement this, it's just not going to happen. Hell no. And they're going to look at you like you're an idiot and they'll be like, check out the docs. And you're like, bro, like I did check out the docs. I have no idea what they're saying. Right. I need some help. And we as marketers don't like to look stupid, but if you're on a homepage and we see this, we're like, red flag. Wait a second. I'm not going to be able to self onboard. Right. Right. The second you see Facebook pixel with this, you're like, "Uh Oh, SQL custom functions. Okay. So we have that. Is there anything else that you in your mind want to see? Honestly, I think just like for this above the fold, they, they talk about, Oh, what page are we on now? Services. Sorry. I found services. I just found another oh, company. No, good. It's, this is such an afterthought oh. though. Can you tell that they didn't even care about this page? Like That's I can right. always like, tell. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. look anything like the rest of their website, but it should. It's such an afterthought. Like as oh. a marketer, we know what these are, right? These are those pages that we just haven't got to yet that like, That's right aren't a priority. We all have these. It's hilarious. So we can we see all it. Have, um, we yeah. all have them. It's on <laughs> that backlog like, list, like in their task management system, but at the very bottom somewhere. And it's t- like, this was their website six versions ago. I bet their entire website looked this way. If we did on like the Wayback machine, I bet this oh, was yeah. their look and feel and they just oh, haven't yeah. gotten to it. No, not at all. And, oh, uh, they have a university. They have your data maturity. They have some really Take the quiz. Oh. This is really cool stuff that's like hidden and I feel like so crucial to this buying journey, isn't it? It is. I wonder if this is how they get people. Like, I wonder if this is what they're serving up in their advertisement are these like tools and takeaways um, to get people to the website. And that's why they don't prioritize it within the nav structure once once you've landed here. Yeah, I wonder because to me, like architect data sheet, like I would at least be like, okay, if I'm going to go to my CTO, I'm not going to look like a dummy, right? And I'm going to give them something like this so they feel like, oh, I know what I'm doing. You get what I'm saying? Like, That's right. Advisory audit data sheet. We have a university. We, yeah, see, if you were going to do this, right, segment 101, and you're like, okay, I'm all in on this. I'm a technical marketer. I can figure it out. This is the stuff you want to make sure you have. Yep. I don't know if you'd find it, though, because I, I mean, I... I'm only I'm auditing their website. I'm not exploring it. Do you do you feel like you would have been able to find this on your own? No, absolutely not. I was literally just going to ask you how you got how you finally found the university because all of that stuff should be restructured and prioritized on their marketing persona page at a minimum, right? Yes, a billion percent, a billion percent. Okay, so we got five minutes and we're going to wrap this up. Okay, so wow, that was so fast. <laughs> I know, isn't it crazy? It's fun, right? It's so. so fun. We're the, you're the CMO segment. You can do three things. What are those three things you're going to focus on in your first year? So I think our first thing we talked about, right? Reprioritizing selling to the marketing persona, um, focusing around messaging, that main landing page that speaks to that persona does not speak to that persona right now. So all of that needs to be like restructured, right? Um, I think we talked about 
at the beginning too, though, like what are they doing with this work email that people are entering here? Like these, all of these pages have to be high touch pages. They have to be getting some level of conversion. Like what is that conversion today? How much can we increase that conversion? And then like, what are they doing with this data that they're actually getting as far as work email? Like, are they putting them into a generic nurture? Are they doing nothing? Like that could be a secondary thing. Third, get to all of those pages that they didn't refresh, right? You've got to get there. Like this is a really beautiful, well done website. And then when you land on those pages that for us are like really informative and seem very promising, they need to match their brand. Like, yeah. They're afterthoughts. I mean, they went with a dark brand. They've redone everything. All their product imagery is different and they just haven't got to these pages. That's right. I'm spot on with you. So, my thought, right? I'm CMO. I come to segment. I'm going to focus on professional services first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see a product that's exceptionally powerful, well-designed, great product imagery, I know this is a badass product. I can tell just looking at this. This is not like some legacy Oracle type right. product, right? Like this is a great product, but I also know because I've done a Marketo launch, I've done a website redesign, right? I've done all these things. I know it's over my head. Mm-hmm. I want to try to lower that psychological friction, like drastically. Number yes. one. Number two, I want to come up with a dual, a secondary CTA, replace this login, put it at the bottom. And instead of just like, see how it works. I, I want to be able to see how it works. And I want, so I would rather have this be watch. Like this is what I would do. I would make this like one of my pet peeves is when we say, see how it works and you can't see how it works. <laughs> so, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so crazy to me. We're all about product like growth everywhere you look in SaaS and that everybody gates the crap out of their product and you can't actually right. see how it works. And then I'd go over here and I'd make this the demo, right? Cause what I want to do is I want to speak to both buyers. I agree that the marketers need it, but there is, essentially technical people who just want to play around with the API and see what the JavaScript looks like and see how they could use it. Mm-hmm. They want something like see how it works. And you and I might be like, okay, like I have an idea how it works. And I definitely can't do it. I need to talk to someone. I want a demo. Do you get what That's I'm saying? Right. That's and right. then allow people to be like, oh, I'm an individual contributor. It's technical. Let me just play around with it. Or, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I need some help. I still want these powerful things. Give me a demo. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they're doing great, but if we could just tighten those things up, I think we're in a really good spot. Yeah. 100%. What a show, Kaylee. Did you learn anything today? Did you have fun? It was, it was so fast. I think I was so nervous coming into this. I, I don't know. I think it was really good though. It went by fast. I, I didn't, I think we should have more time and do more, do more of this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, you're phenomenal. If anyone wants to follow along with your journey, your career, your thoughts, uh, what's the best place for them to do that? LinkedIn, for sure. LinkedIn, are you active on there? Active, yes. I think I'm really? trying to become like more inspirational active. Quotes? Like how active? Like what kind oh, of active? Not inspirational quotes. I think if you want to come for like sassy marketing insights, that's me. Yeah. Um, I love it. Maybe not so inspirational though. I know. I struggle to be active on LinkedIn. I try, but when I go on there, it's like a cesspool of like self-promotion. I haven't figured yeah. out how to feel comfortable in that world yet. So I'm still yeah. trying to figure out. Myself. Yeah, no, I don't think that I do any level of self-promotion. I think it's just like whatever is top of mind for me that day, like whatever frustration or like challenge I'm facing, I try and turn it into like an arbitrary post because others resonate with that. So it's like a LinkedIn that. diary. That's such a cool idea. Well, thank you so much, Kaylee, for being on the show. That is a SaaS marketing makeover and segment.
Awesome. Thanks for letting us be our muse today and uh, really good work segment team. Uh, awesome stuff. All right. Thanks, everybody.